0: Hello, and welcome to Let's Listen. This is episode four of this audio-only Grim Fandango Let's Play. My name is Sam Hillestad, and as always, I will be your narrator. Previously on Let's Listen, Meche finally made it to Rubacaba, but only briefly, as she was whisked away on a cruise ship by Manny's rival, Domino. Manny and Gladys have to chase after her, but the only ship leaving Rubacaba is a cargo ship. And the only way they're getting on that ship, is if they're working on it. But Manny isn't in the maritime union, Glottis doesn't have the right tools, and even if they did, the ship is full. But Manny was already able to get a counterfeit union card from a sleazy con artist named Chowchilla Charlie, and he lit the flames of a labor revolt that would get the dock workers to lay down their tools. Of course he still needs to find a way to make sure that naranja one of the sailors doesn't make it on the boat and to make matters more complicated the city police chief just busted the ringleader of the dock workers a man named terry so now manny has to break him free but for that he's going to need an excellent lawyer luckily manny just caught maximino's personal lawyer a city slicker named nick virago with maximino's girlfriend olivia And best of all, Manny's friend Lola snapped a picture of it. Now Manny doesn't have the picture yet, but he knows what happened. So he heads for the high roller lounge at the Kitty racetracks, where he finds Nick sitting at a table in his fancy suit, surrounded by legal papers, smoking a cigarette with a fresh martini in front of him. But of course,
1: Get that mouse!
0: Glottis is there too still getting hammered on wine, still placing bets without a care in the world. But he's not there for Gladys.
2: Boy, that Nick sure gets around.
0: Manny struts right up to him, ready for some blackmail.
2: Nick Virago, what are you doing working in the High Roller Lounge? I would think Maximino's private lawyer would have his own
3: office. I do, but they don't serve drinks there. Got a little lipstick on you, lover boy.
0: Nick wipes it off with his handkerchief. But he looks unfazed.
3: I already got rid of that. And I can do the same to you, Calavera.
0: But then, as he's fiddling around for a new cigarette, he accidentally drops a small metal key. He looks flustered.
3: So if I were you, I'd keep my jaw shut.
0: He quickly puts it back into a cigarette case. But Manny takes a mental note of this very suspicious key. But now it's time to get to business. Nick,
3: I need a lawyer. You get yourself in some kind of trouble, Calavera. Come on! Friend of mine's in the slammer. So will you be needing a regular lawyer or an excellent lawyer?
0: Manny considers, and really, any lawyer should be able to get Terry out. Any
3: mouthpiece will do. Then may I suggest you try the Yellow Pages?
0: But that's not going to do it for Nick. He needs some flattery or some blackmail. But Manny doesn't want to go there quite yet.
2: How's tricks, Nick? Nah.
0: Nick looks annoyed.
3: Virago, I really need a lawyer. What is it this time, Calavera?
0: He'll try to be nicer this time.
3: Friend of mine's in the slammer. I'll ask you again. So will you be needing a regular lawyer or an excellent lawyer? An excellent lawyer. Any excellent lawyer or the best excellent lawyer? The very best is good enough for me. And who would you say that would be, Calavera? Who would you say is the best lawyer you know in all the land of the dead?
0: He's so close to sealing the deal, but...
3: Well, the best lawyer would have to be a dead lawyer. Well, that narrows it down to just about everybody here in the land of the dead. Come back when you know more about what you want. And by the way, Manny, lawyer jokes, not funny.
0: Manny just can't help himself. In fact, he doubles down on his lawyer jokes.
2: Okay, so this lawyer, his mother, and a chicken are all in this lifeboat scene. They're getting hungry, and the chicken
0: says... I have a
3: gun, Manuel.
0: That gets him to be serious again.
3: Virago, I really need a lawyer. What is it this time, Calavera?
0: Mindy decides to try a different tack. I'm starting a class action suit. Lots of money involved.
3: Who are you deep pocketing? What's the difference to you? They're loaded. I'll ask you again so will you be needing a regular lawyer or an excellent lawyer this again an excellent lawyer any excellent lawyer or the best excellent lawyer the very best is good enough for me and who would you say that would be calavera who would you say is the best lawyer you know in all
0: the land of the dead many knows what he wants to hear so he grits his teeth you
3: are nick That's right. And that's why Maximino retains me on an exclusive basis. So sorry, but I don't do odd jobs.
0: That's it. Time for blackmail
3: i could tell max about you and olivia that sort of claim could send a man like max into quite a rage especially if the messenger had no proof max and i are friends he'll believe me people believe what they want to believe calavera and i want to believe you're a smart man who doesn't go around spreading dangerous rumors i've got to talk to max for a moment when i get back i hope you're gone because i'm sick of looking at you
0: Nick gets up and leaves, but he forgets to take all of his things with him, including the cigarette case.
2: It's Virago's cigarette case.
0: The one that had that suspicious key in it.
2: Man, this is going to get me in trouble.
0: He tries shaking it.
2: There's something rattling inside. Must be in a hidden compartment somewhere, but I don't see a latch or anything.
0: He'll have to find a way to open it later, but for now, he leaves Gladys.
4: Pretty bad, pretty bad, pretty bad, pretty bad.
0: Who's still in the throes of a self-destructive drinking and gambling binge. He'll have to figure that out later, too. But first things first, Manny still needs to find that Anna and make sure that he doesn't make it on the boat. And if there's one place in Rubacava that a sailor would be late at night, it's the local tattoo parlor. <laughs> And this one just happens to double as a dive bar. It's run by Toro Santos, a small Russian man with a mean temper and little regard for interior design. His place is a dump, decorated with corrugated metal. Manny sees that he's with a client.
2: It's Toro Santos, Rubikava's friendly scrimshaw artist.
0: Manny approaches to ask if he's seen Naranja.
2: Hola, Toro. Como estas?
4: Agh! Not now, Manny. I'm in the middle of something with Naranya here.
0: Haha. This is Narana. He's this oversized sailor getting an anchor tattooed on his disgustingly large biceps as he gets plastered on whiskey. Nemozogia,
4: hold still. What are you? Dead? <gasps> Kaifa, wake up. I don't work on drunks. Reisek, chavarko. What kind of sailor are you? He passes <clears throat> out. Can't handle bulls, huh? What's at the Lord? What angem at the name, folks? Give his at me. The tell you, I shan't ball on the watch.
0: Toto picks up the phone.
4: Well, let's
2: go. Toto, I got your boy Naranya here. Am I a Well, he's sobered up. I send him to limbo. Yeah, yeah. You'll make it there by morning. Promise. As Toto's oh, distracted, yeah, yeah. Manny what decides to him.
0: inspect his body and finds a dog tag.
2: And Naranja ends in third class. Doesn't look like you'll be showing up to work in the morning. I gave him the idea in first place.
0: With the dog tag in hand and Naranja completely passed out, Manny slinks out the back.
2: Ah, tiger can't change his stripes.
0: And then Manny gets the most messed up idea he's ever had. He goes to the morgue. Late night
2: at the morgue, isn't it, Membrio?
0: The elderly mortician turns around.
2: You know
1: I can't sleep with John Doe's on the slab, Manny. If I don't ID these rose gardens tonight, I won't be ready for the two that come in tomorrow. And before you know it, I'm up to my ass in his areas.
0: The morgue is this cavernous room with two bodies out on a table. And they've both been sprouted. So they're this tangled mess of vines and flowers and are completely unidentifiable. Which is perfect for Manny's fucked up plan.
2: What a sad story. These two sprouted and no one came down to claim them?
0: The mortician just sort of stares off.
2: Death
1: makes sad stories of us all.
0: And then goes back to sorting through the vines.
1: What exactly are you looking for? I'm digging for a treasure that part of me does not wish to find. For when I uncover that sad doubloon that tells me who this poor soul is, my reward is not riches, but the chance to make a phone call and break somebody's heart. Of course, with this equipment, the search could go on for some time,
0: his equipment is sort of like a rake that he's using to try to detangle the vines.
1: Can I help? Sure. Grab hold of this leaf right here.
0: He holds a leaf up for Manny, but... Manny? It freaks him out.
1: I can't do it. I know. I was just testing.
0: He does his best imitation of a smile.
1: Do you ever worry that your job is getting to you, you? Well, forensic botany is a trying job, Manny. But have you ever spent much time here with a florist? In life, they became florists because they love flowers. But here, a flower is a symbol of pain, of death within death. Their conflicted feelings build and build, and eventually, they become quite mad.
2: Thanks for the tip. I guess I'll send balloon bouquets from now on. Well? Don't let me bother you. Always nice to have visitors.
0: And so here's Manny's grand plan. While the mortician's back is turned, he plants Naranja's dog tag in one of the bodies.
2: Are you sure you're looking hard enough?
0: Look,
1: Manuel, these old eyes are tired. I'm doing the best I can, but the average retirement age beachcomber has more sophisticated equipment than
0: I've got here. With his rusty little rake and tired old eyes, Manny figures he'll never find the dog tag on his own, so he needs to get him some real equipment. He needs a metal detector and he knows just the place to find one. There's this girl at the cat tracks, a security guard named Carla, and she's infamous in Rubacaba. Part of her infamy comes from having an undying crush on Manny, so he goes to pay her a visit.
5: Well, Manny Calavera, you never come up here to see me anymore.
2: Well, I thought you could use the company with everybody gone for the Day of the Dead.
5: In that case, Manny, why don't you stick around until six?
0: That's when I get off. The other part of her infamy comes from the passion that she holds for her work, which mainly involves scanning people with a metal detector. Busy night?
5: Hardly. Everybody's gone home for the holiday already. This place is dead, and I'm bored, Manny. Bored.
0: If there's no one to scan, she's not having fun. Why don't you come by the club anymore?
5: Well, to tell you the truth, Manny, it's your little coat check girl. All that bubbly energy, I just want to strangle
0: her.
2: I've tried that. It doesn't stop her.
0: Normally, Manny would try a little flattery, a little flirtation to get what he wants, but he's in a hurry. Can I try out your metal detector?
5: What's your sudden interest in metal detectors, Manny? He scrambles to think of something. I
2: think it would look cool on my utility belt.
5: Well, I'll show it to you when I'm on break, how's that?
0: Manny gets closer and leans on the counter. When's
2: your break? dawn oh that's too late i'm shipping out tonight
5: yeah right i've fallen for that line too many times he tries to speed things up
2: i think it's time for your break we could slip in the back for a little drink you can tell me all about your job the danger the metal detectors
5: that back room's all business manny and so am i
2: what kind of business goes on back there carla
5: strip searches Hmm. and you don't qualify
2: Why don't I qualify for a strip search?
5: Manny, I agree it would help pass the time, but we have procedures and rules here. And you never know when they're watching. I can only strip search people when a
0: regular search turns up nothing. So he tries walking through the big metal detector. Hey,
2: it's worth a try.
0: Ooh, I love this part. Carla gets up from behind her desk and straightens her security uniform. Very professional and buttoned up. Sir, if
5: you will, please place all of your belongings on the security desk.
0: She grabs her trusty metal detector, a futuristic laser gun kind of device, and scans him all over. Lingering a little too long in some places. But... Oh, you're clean. She hangs her head.
5: Rats, Manny, I almost got to strip search you.
0: And most importantly, she puts her metal detector away. But Manny has another plan. He takes out his gold flake liqueur. Maybe just a sip. He takes several long gulps right from the bottle. (sighs) With the gold flakes in his body now, he'll have an excuse to go in the back room with Carla. So he walks through the metal detector again. Sure enough, it goes off. And once again, Carla gets very serious, stands up and grabs her metal detector.
5: Sir, if you will, please place all of your belongings on the security desk.
0: Carlos scans him again all over, but this time it lights up. You sure you're not packing
5: anything else? Manny looks a little wobbly.
2: Nothing that would set off that thing.
5: Then, sir, I'm afraid you'll have to step
0: into the back with me. Then he does an exaggerated shoulder shrug. Rules are rules. Success.
5: And, of course, with my dad being in the military, we moved around a lot. Mm-hmm. I remember this one town we moved to when I was in the first grade. Oh, really? Yeah, the only industry in the area was figs. Acres and acres of fig trees everywhere you looked. don't say. I myself never
0: really cared. So as figs. she's rambling was, like, on and on, or she's mindlessly tapping her metal detector over and over again. And you Manny can't take his eyes fixture. off of it. They're all wrinkled up like my
5: grandma Hedwig's face. Oh, <laughs> Poor grandma Hedwig. She was always forgetting things.
0: I remember. As she's talking, Manny keeps six, kind of raising his hand, raising seven. his finger a little bit, trying six, to get her attention, here. get a word no, 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 no. in, ask about the metal detector, but she just alive. keeps now, going. There
5: was a good dog, Mr. Rufus. Mr. Rufus? He was such a sweet little puppy. We didn't care that he was deaf.
2: I remember I had a dog once.
5: He was as deaf as they come, but he'd still try to bark, and it would come out sounding like a cat coughing up a hairball, which our cat often did. He had such long hair. I remember I had a hairball once. I don't really like long-haired cats, do you, Manny? They're just so... I like short-haired cats. They seem less stuck up. People think I'm stuck up sometimes, believe it or not. No, 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 they really do. I don't know why. No,
2: I just can't believe that.
5: I guess it's because I'm so shy. I was shy all the way through high school. I never went to a single dance. Can you believe it?
0: (laughs) That... Metal mental detector me is so enticing ask, for Manny I that he's barely away. listening to her. All the way through high school. But My it's okay, because she's not I listening to him at all. If
5: I just smile once in a while. She always said, a smile is the most important part of any outfit.
2: Well, moms are always right.
5: Well, maybe I would have smiled more, mom, if you hadn't drank so much. Was I supposed to smile when the cops called us in the middle of the night to tell us to come get you out of the drunk tank?
2: I I would
0: smile more if I had a metal detector. She glares at him.
5: Did you just come back here to ask to borrow my metal detector?
0: And Manny just can't do it. No way.
5: Oh, OK. Now, where was I? Oh, yeah. So the only industry in town was figs. Acres and acres of fig trees everywhere you looked. Uh, I heard this part already. I myself never really cared for figs. Actually,
2: you were farther than that in your story.
5: I always like dates more or prunes. Don't you just love prunes? I
2: think you were just at the part about your metal detector. She glares at him again.
5: Are you sure you didn't just come back here for this metal detector?
0: But
2: he can't take it anymore. Actually, I did come back here just for your metal detector.
0: She shakes the metal detector at him.
5: What is it with you and this thing? I'm sick of it, Manny. And
0: she throws it out the window. If
5: this is all you want, you can fight the cats for it. Why is it all men are after the same thing? Except you. The only woman you care about is that Colomar dame, and she split on you. I don't know what she did to you, but you know what? I'm done trying to figure it out, pal. Carla.
0: And so she storms out, leaving Manny alone in the back room. It's basically a small locker room, but he sees something that catches his eye.
2: These lockers have a note on them. Employees, I don't care who's doing it, but please stop using the contained detonation chamber to crack open walnuts. Thank you.
0: Before Manny goes to fetch the metal detector, the idea of a contained detonation chamber is too appealing to Manny. So he goes to ask Carla about it. When did you put in a floor safe?
5: That's our new contained detonation chamber in case someone tries to come through here with a bomb.
2: Since when does Rubicaba have a terrorism problem?
5: This town's changing, Manny. It's getting tougher every day.
0: Manny racks his brain for some productive use of a contained detonation chamber. When he remembers Nick's cigarette case, he pulls it out. What's that? Maybe a contained blast could open that secret compartment.
2: I don't know. I found it under your desk.
0: Unattended? She looks concerned.
2: No, there was a shifty-looking guy with crazy eyes who put it there.
0: Oh, my God.
5: Give me that! It's a bomb!
0: She rips it out of his hands and throws it in the detonation chamber. She covers her ears and does the same. But it was very contained, after all.
5: Ha ha! Another senseless act of terrorism nipped in the bud by security officer Carla. Wow. It was completely destroyed by our own detonator, so I can't tell what kind of bomb it was. But here's
0: something. It's a key. Another crackpot idea worked out perfectly for Manny. A key? I better bring that to Chief Bogan.
5: Yeah, you can analyze it with your metal detector.
0: He runs off. Bye,
2: Carla.
5: Drop dead.
0: So that didn't work out so well for Carla, but Manny got that key, which was just a bonus. He came here for the metal detector, which is still out there somewhere. So he leaves to the outskirts of the cat track to try to find the window where she threw it out of. Until eventually he realizes she threw it into the kitty litter.
2: Well, that's the hole I saw Carla's metal detector fall through. Oh no.
0: The smell is horrific. But Manny is too smart to dig through the kitty litter with his hands. So he takes a scythe out and starts waving it over the turds and the kitty litter until eventually he starts to hear it he uses it like a wand getting closer and closer and triangulating it until he scoops it out with his scythe he puts the scythe away but before he puts the metal detector away he gives it a sniff a little stinky but it could be worse at least it works so he heads back to the morgue Membrio, the mortician, is still standing over those two sprouted bodies, combing through them looking for some identifiable object, and he still (laughs) has found nothing. So Manny comes up to him with a metal detector.
2: Would a metal detector help the cause? Hey, just like
1: downtown. He takes it and has a big, creepy smile. You never know what this'll turn up. An engraved ring, a belt buckle with somebody's name on it.
0: Who would wear a belt buckle with the... He looks down at his own belt buckle. Oh. He got it custom. And then the mortician finds something. Huh. It's a dog tag. Maran has dog tag, finally. So he gives Velasco a call. Ah.
1: What? Velasco, it looks like I've got one of your boys down here in the morgue. A sailor by the name of...
0: He squints to make out the writing.
1: Naranja.
6: What? How? Sprouted? But, ah, this town's going to hell. Sailor can't even take a two-day shore leave without watching his back. Yeah, yeah, I'll come down
0: in the morning. He hangs up. (sighs)
6: All day
1: long, manny. I sought through pure sadness. I find evidence, and I piece together stories, but none of my stories end well. They all end here, and the moral of every story is the same. We may have years, we may have hours, but sooner or later, we push up flowers.
0: Excellent. And then back at the docks, Manny feigns surprise when he hears that Naranja is dead.
2: Sprouted?
6: What's happening to this town? Oh, big city crime, Manny. We're getting more of it every day. I know you probably hate getting it this way, but Naranja's job's yours now. No, Velasco, I don't know if I'm comfortable taking that. You'll take his job because there's no one else I can get on such short notice. Don't just sit around here collecting barnacles, right?
0: So. Manny's grand plan worked. He faked Naranja's death to take his job. So he has his spot on the boat now. Now he just needs proof of Nick's affair. And Manny thinks that the key he got from the cigarette case will lead him right into it. It's a mysterious, creepy key. And Manny figures it can only lead to the mysterious, creepy lighthouse. The key works. As Manny climbs the stairs, he gets an ominous feeling. And at the top, he finds Lola, the photographer, on the floor. Lola?
5: Careful, Manny, you may not want to see me like this.
0: Lola! Flowers grow out of her. Did Nick do this to you?
5: Yeah, he wanted that picture real bad, but he's never gonna find it, that
2: think. I'll get him, Lola. I'll show Max the picture for you and fix Nick for good. Just tell me where you hid it.
5: Oh, Manny, it's all my fault. Always falling for the wrong guys, you know, I even had a thing for you once, but you were so hung up on that matchy woman, I, I figured I didn't have a chance. Lola, where's the picture? Tell me, Manny, would I have had a chance?
0: Manny looks down.
5: Never mind. You just want Olivia for me. Tell her to improve her taste in men, or she'll end up just like me. Tell her to get a nice guy, Manny, like you.
0: And then Lola. she turns Lola. into petals. Lola. fly away with the wind. Manny falls to his knees.
2: Oh, Lola.
0: Where Lola just was, there's some sort of card.
2: Hey, there's a picture of a tongue on it. And it says number 22,
0: Lingua. Another mystery, another piece of the puzzle. Manny racks his brain as to what it could mean. And he remembers something about a new system his co girl was trying to tell him about. So he goes back to the Calavera Cafe and shows it to her.
4: Hey, this is a card from my new coat check system. You do care.
2: Can I have my coat, please?
4: You bet. This
0: is so exciting. OK, OK, OK. Hold on. She goes into the back and starts rummaging around so excited. 22, 22,
4: 22. Lengua, lengua, lengua. Ah, here it is. Oh. Darn. What's wrong? Just shoot me.
2: Lupe, what is it?
4: This can't be yours.
2: It's a jacket. That's it. Thanks.
4: What are you doing with a tiny girl jacket?
2: I don't suppose there was a camera back there anywhere.
4: Uh
0: no.
2: She must have hidden that somewhere else. Ah. Uh... I- I'll tell you tomorrow.
0: It's Lola's jacket.
2: There's a little slip of paper in one of the pockets.
0: He pulls it out. It's this hastily written note, little more than scribbles, he can barely make it out.
2: All that this paper says is number 36, the Rusty Anchor. What is that supposed to mean?
4: 36? That number's not even part of my system, Manny. And I don't think I'd let somebody check an old Rusty Anchor back here
0: anyway. She makes a good point. Now, Manny may not have the photo yet, but he has another hot lead. Number 36, the Rusty Anchor. He's seen that somewhere. Somewhere back in the tattoo parlor. So he heads back and Toro Santos is still on the phone.
2: So, you still going?
0: And Naranja... (laughs) is still passed out.
2: Hey, listen to me. You've got to take care of yourself.
0: Manny shows him the paper.
2: Ah, hang on a second.
0: This mean anything to you? You mean beside
2: the song, the poem, and the bar, and the statue by that name? Sure! It is one of my most famous designs. Here, I show you.
0: Toto takes out his binder of tattoo designs and looks for the rusty anchor.
2: Let's see, uh, number thirty. Harmin Sej, Harmin Harmin, ah, 36, here, hey, what is this?
0: The design is missing. It's a photograph instead.
2: My friend Lola left that here for me.
0: Oh, oh yeah, uh,
2: Lola was here, sweet girl, like daughter to me. Tell her Papa
1: Toto says hello. Right.
0: He gets back on the phone.
2: Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. And Manny walks out with the photo. It's exactly what he was looking for. Lola captured the moment perfectly, Nick's sloppy tongue and all.
2: It's Lola's last work, a juicy photo of Nick and Olivia kissing.
0: And so with the blackmail materials he needs, he heads back to the VIP lounge to confront Nick and force him to represent Terry. And of course, once he gets there, That's a good cat. Glottis is still... Being Gladys. Horse in the air! Let's go! Nick's back at his table with a fresh martini and cigarette. Manny marches up and shows him the photo.
2: Look what I found at the photo finish booth. Looks like Naughty Kitten and Bad Tomcat are neck and neck. Nick looks furious. What do you want? I want to tell you a sad story of a young man unjustly imprisoned merely for speaking his mind.
4: It's time
3: to shake up the hive!
0: At the local jail, Nick is able to spring Terry, so he heads back to the docks to restart the revolution.
3: I guess our business is
0: settled. Nick turns to walk away. Almost. But Manny stops him and punches him in the face. What,
3: was that for the photo girl? No, that was just for
2: being you. I don't have time to get you for Lola. But I'm sure somebody will.
3: You didn't have time to save her either. But don't feel too bad about that, Manny. I hear saving women really isn't your forte.
0: And with that, Nick runs off into the shadows. But Manny knows someday his sins will catch up to him. Meanwhile, at the docks, Terry hasn't wasted any time.
4: Hell no, we won't work! Hell, Hell no, no, we
2: won't work! work! Bogan is! big fat jerk.
0: Bogan,
4: Bogan is a big, big fat
2: jerk.
0: jerk. Bogan of course is the we police chief who locked Terry up yeah, no in the first place. Work. So yes, Bogan in fact is he is, is a big fat jerk. Bogan is a big fat jerk. jerk. Nothing are scary than a bunch of angry bees. Flies. Between we the Beats and the lie. worker bees, Manny no finds lie. himself increasingly drawn to the plight of the proletariat.
2: No more lies, no more lies.
0: So he tries joining in the chase. No
2: more lies. No more lies, no more lies. Man
4: do it in time, alright? Okay, Sorry. From the top. Hell
0: but he's a little no, rusty. No, Eventually, he gets Bogan the timing down. And jerk. as every protester Bo-be knows, the timing of the chance no, is crucial to the success no, of your movement. Bogan
2: is a big fat jerk! Bogan is a big fat jerk! CBS! CBS! Freebies!
1: Freebies! We're strong! We, we fight! fight.
2: We're killer bees tonight!
1: All right! We're We're strong! strong. We We fight! fight.
4: We're killer bees tonight! All right!
0: Protesting was never Manny's thing, but he's happy to see that it's working out. More importantly for Manny, though, he sees that all the bees have laid down their tools, authentic CB equipment, exactly what he needs. So he goes back to Velasco to report that everything is good to go.
6: Oh, what about these tools? Where are they? They're too big for me to carry. Gladys will bring them when we board. Huh. Looks like you're all ready to go, Manny. Except one. Where's that piano player of yours? He's having a little goodbye party. I'll go get him. Tell him to
0: hurry up. The Limbo can't sail without him. So one last time, Manny goes to the VIP lounge. Somehow, going to have to pull glottis away from his wine and his gambling
4: Get that mouse!
0: it's going to be no easy task maybe his hardest yet
4: open we'll it up on the straightaways kitty his lips are
0: somehow even redder than before what's that his eyes somehow more bugged out he's a mess coming home soon Shh. i'm visualizing he's not even looking at manny
4: come on Baby needs a new pair of glass packs! Open it up on the straightaways, kitty! Manny
0: shakes his head.
4: Oh, for crying out loud!
0: There's only one way he can get Gladys out of here, and that's to go talk to the big man himself. No, not Gladys, Maximino, the owner of the kitty racetracks. Manny enters his office and sees Maximino staring outside his enormous window, watching the races below. He's an imposing figure in an expensive purple suit, puffing on a cigar.
4: Hello, Maximino. Why, if it ain't Manny Calavera. Come to see how the big boys play, eh, Manny? From what I can tell, they play with kitties. Kiddies, roulette tables, what's the difference? They go round and round all day, and they're both more reliable when they're fixed. Am I right?
2: Manny doesn't disagree. Look, you gotta cut Gladys
4: off. He has a problem. As long as he's got credit, then he's got no problem. Credit? How did Gladys get credit? He's part owner of your club, ain't he? our owner actually. Well, he put the joint up as collateral. So as long as you're in business, he's in business.
0: That's bad news for Manny. The only way he can Glottis us out is to take the Calavera Cafe down with him. But Manny's willing to do whatever it takes. Well,
4: I'll let you get back to staring out the window. Just can't get enough of my cats.
0: So Manny leaves Maximino to his games and heads back to his own club. Back in his casino, Manny sees that his regular crowd of rich folks is there, giving him all their money. Chachilla Charlie is the only one obviously missing, but there's someone new there. Police Chief Bogan is around, the big fat jerk who arrested Terry. Police Chief
2: Bogan, Rubacaba's finest. Rubacaba's only, for that matter. You know, Some people say you should always walk away from the table when you're on a winning streak. Oh, yes,
0: but I'm feeling
2: extra lucky tonight.
0: Manny sees that he does have a huge pile of chips in front of him. And he realizes that Police Chief Bogan is the one person who has the power and the temper to shut Manny down, which is exactly what he needs. So Manny heads back to his office, where he has... A special device, a panel he can bring up where he can choose exactly who's going to win every game. Everything is fixed in Rubikava.
6: Ah, Lady Luck. He
0: opens the panel. Le
6: numéro gagnant, le 18. rouge, Paremanc. Eighteen red. And he waits until Bogan places an enormous bet. Mesdames et messieurs, faites vos jeux, s'il vous plaît. Ladies and gentlemen, please, place your bets. Mesdames et messieurs, rien n'a va plus. Les jeux sont faits. Ladies and gentlemen, betting is closed. No more bets, please. And he makes sure Bogan loses. Fourteen. Fourteen is the winner. Le cateau.
0: Bogan stands up I think you
6: mean two Am I correct? Uh, no monsieur, 14 is the winner And he
0: gets right in the face of the croupier
6: I think you've made a mistake I'm sorry sir 14 is the winning number Better luck next time
4: eh? That does it That is getting too big for his britches I don't like raiding businesses And shutting them down but someone's got to teach Manuel a lesson in law and order.
0: So he calls for backup.
4: This way, back here. Open those paddy wagons up and start filling them. And somebody find Calavera. I want to interrogate him
0: personally. And then Maximino Rated. gets a call.
4: How long are they gonna close it for? Huh, yeah, you better cut off the big guy's credit then. Yeah, yeah, throw the drunk out on this big orange butt. And bring me Calavera so we can talk about his debt. Hey, come
0: on! So they throw him out. You gotta let me back in!
4: I'm a VIP!
2: Does that stand for very inebriated pianist? Manny walks up.
4: Manny? I don't want to be a
2: pianist anymore. I'm a mechanic. I know. That's why I got you a new job. Come on, let's go pick up your tools.
0: So they head back down to the docks. Gladys picks up the tools, and they board the SS Limbo.
6: And I can do whatever I want to the engine? Make it faster? Sure, but you'll be plenty busy just keeping her afloat. Thanks for the gig, and for not asking too many questions. Hell, after what happened in Naranja, I can see why you'd leave town. Let's just hope I don't have to go fishing you out of the drink again. I'll stay under next time, I promise.
0: And so with that, they set sail, and Manny assumes a familiar role. Someone hands him a mop, and he starts swabbing the deck, doing whatever it takes to help Meche. One year later. Gladys has gone to town. He's installed this enormous engine with a chrome finish. He's put on flame decals. The boat is decked out. And Manny, meanwhile, is in a captain's uniform. He's smoking a pipe, looking out over his crew on the SS Lola. A sailor walks up to him. Captain, Captain Calavera? He salutes.
2: Puerto Zapato, sailor. We're here at last! Beautiful port, isn't
0: she? Yes, sir. There's some customs officials down below, sir. They want to search the ship.
2: Fine, fine. We've got nothing to hide, eh? No skeletons in our closet. (laughs) Ha
0: ha. Yes, sir. And then a pigeon lands by Manny.
2: Secure the bow, boys, like a rock this time.
0: Manuel. And this pigeon talks.
2: Salvador? I hope this very urgent message gets to you in time. Our man in Zapato says Miss Colomar never made it to the port. Said she threw herself overboard at the Pearl. I don't know if you believe that. Whatever you do, do not land in Puerto Zapato. It's a trap. Assassins will attempt to board your ship disguised as customs agents. Beware! And viva la Revolución!
0: The pigeon salutes and flies away. Thanks for listening to episode four of Grim Fandango on Let's Listen. Manny's done it again. He started out on the bottom, and now he's the captain of his own ship, and not just any ship. It's the newly christened SS Lola, which has been given the glottis treatment to absolutely, ridiculously turbocharge it. But even that wasn't enough to catch up with Dom and Meche. Instead, they've fallen into a trap. According to Sal's carrier pigeon, they've been infiltrated by assassins, and Meche threw herself overboard in the middle of the Sea of Lament. If you like the show, please rate and review on Apple Podcasts and tell a friend. What I do here takes a lot, a lot of work, and that's the single best way to help spread the word. Just telling a coworker or family member, even if they aren't into games or podcasts, hell, especially if they aren't into games or podcasts, this would be a pretty interesting introduction to both. So please tell anyone. Of course, you should also follow the podcast on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram, Where I really love interacting with other podcasters, with Grim Fandango fans, and just with the whole gaming community in general. Again, my name is Sam, and this has been episode 4 of Grim Fandango on Let's Listen. See you next time.